Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Harry, brother Bry, and Darren the Pauly Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, happy uh, belated Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I just, um, I don't know how you guys celebrate. I celebrated early for all the moms on Friday by playing pickup basketball in Venice Beach. Um, Martin Weiss and I, we had to go down to the courts. We had to pay the piper for saying the Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs. And our cap of consequence was we dress as Sydney and Billy from White Man Can't Jump and we um, challenge a team, any, any pickup duo there. And we lost. We got our heads handed to us. 11-1, 12-1. I forget, Joel. What what was it? 12-1? to It wasn't pretty, whatever it was. The one is right. Uh, that you have right. Uh, the other <laughs> okay. number isn't important. Meatball said it was a legitimate <laughs> one. I think it was kind of like a behind-the-back pass for me to uh, Martin. And then we went in. and We, we were actually tied 1-1 for a bit. And then I took our 3,000-second um, timeout to catch a blow. And uh, and that's it. It's what I thought. I'm out of shape. The two kids we played, they must have been. I don't know if they start for USC, but they had to be on the team, right? Joe? <laughs> I don't know. Very good. I Very mean, good. Do you mean the USC or just yeah? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you you. I really thought it was a comeback. The comeback was on when you guys tied it, and really, that's when we should have just called it because. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they, then they knew you were serious. Uh, yeah, we got creamed after that. that. Was the, I did draw a charge. I drew a charge, Brother Bry. Took that's, a charge. Really? Uh, I thought that was a block. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, to be honest, he, he may not have even touched ten. me. Easiest race at 10. <laughs> You're right. That <laughs> was shoot, minus 5,000. <laughs> Probably 0 for 3 or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I, I noticed, I forgot about this, but you have to lift your head in order to be able to shoot. And I was so <laughs> gassed. I didn't, uh, didn't have the opportunity uh, too much, but back to real sports, you know, I was going to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta, but our souls were not collectively crushed this uh, weekend. We didn't have too many bed aches. Harry, you have a golf bed ache, but it seems like it's just whatever. You went with a name that nobody knows. And uh, the guy well, came up short on Sunday, right? Kind of like put it this way at the Byron Nelson after Friday's round of 65, I took rookie Austin Eckro at 25 to one. He was Good. one back. And usually I'm always complaining about my golfers doing terrible and tanking on the weekend. This kid mm-hmm. played tremendous. He had one bogey from Friday to Sunday, 21 birdies, but Jason mm-hmm. day who hadn't won in six years fires a final round 62 and I lose by one. And if that wasn't bad enough, wasn't bad enough, Sal, I texted you last night. I bet the live tour in Tulsa through 12 holes. Well, shame on you. Smith. Mm -hmm. I bet was five back from Dustin Johnson. I figured out whatever. I lost that. I decided to check at 9 PM last night. And then it's when I text you. He had an unbelievable round. He finished with a 61 in a playoff against Dustin Johnson 
And I lose that too. What is going on that you're not checking this hours later? First of all, yesterday was a weird sports day. A lot of it was, oh, there was like a six hour gap in between the Celtics game and yeah. the mm-hmm. hockey game at night. Probably kid. Why is he not checking? You, you believe Harry about all this? I don't know anymore. After, well, I could just, after, listen, after ahead, Harry. minus 12. <laughs> you probably kid. I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Five. Yeah. Okay. We heard that. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure. Look, Harry probably has a couple dollars sprinkled on. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, know, so much place. stuff that he doesn't even know what he has at one right. point. And look, we Sometimes. knew when he texted the three of us and said, mm-hmm. you know, like, what did he say? Like, my my boys is you know, 25 to one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. Getting, uh, yeah, that was right there. The guy Tell usually stinks all... after that. He was great. <laughs> I. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I wasn't even going to text. I refused to text yeah, at that time that saying, loss. well, Harry, you just blew it for yourself because I didn't want to reverse jinx Harry losing that bet. <laughs> right. So yeah, we, need him we to just lose. let it happen. Yeah. And then he knew it was going to lose, right? Nobody even responded to him, right. but he knew. Well, that's a loser because yeah. Harry mentioned it. It's over. Why would you even mention it at that time? Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe in the no hitter, the no no hitter jinx, but I do believe in the Harry jinx. If he brings up a guy who's winning, he's like, all right, just hold on. Then it's, it doesn't stand a chance. That's it. Uh, By the way, uh, PGA championship starting this Thursday, Paul Kohlhorst, our friend's going to jump on Wednesday and uh, talk us through it. Rahm and Scheffler favored at seven to one and Oak Hill. This is in um, near Rochester, Pittsburgh. Probably kid, you drive past that a lot. Oak I Hill? literally was in I was in Pittsburgh, uh, right uh, outside of Pittsburgh at uh, St. John's Fisher. There you go, uh, University, which is right there uh, in Rochester. Pittsburgh is the town, I guess, right, right uh, mm-hmm. next to it. Uh, so I was I've been there at least through it several times. Very nice. My very father, nice my father cl- says he, cl- he caddied there in 1968. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Is that yeah. when he got beat up and thrown in the snow? <laughs> oh, no, no, that was a story you told us before the podcast. Never mind. No, I had some friends from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Menden was the school district, right? Was it a, a right at the mid? Uh, whatever. Nobody cares about they're good this. In, they're good in sports, I think. Are they? I there think you go. So. Uh, also good in sports, the Celtics again. Wow. They beat the Sixers game seven, 112, 88. They cover the minus six easily. Bad beat on the over, though, Bri, right? What was it, 201 and a half? And then, you know, no no scoring at the end there. Jason Tatum, 51 points. I saw 40 plus at plus 850 or so, Mm. Bri, but I didn't see a 50, I don't think, in there. Yeah, they don't uh, don't do the 50s, although what would you have gotten? You would have got. They should do the 50s. They 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 should. They have to pay it out a few times a year. Why not do the 50s? uh, I'm just trying to think the increments. It usually goes up and you would get a uh, 20 to yeah, one. I was thinking 2025. Yeah. yeah. And they're not going to do it every 20 years. Well, maybe 50, yeah, somewhere in there. So, uh, but other than that, I don't know what to say. The Philly stars crumbled Embiid five for 18 Harden three for 11. And then my favorite stat, which all you really needed to know, Sixers were eight for 37 from three. That's all Harry. That's my favorite bottom line stat. And now the Sixers are home, and I know you want to hate on James Harden, so go ahead. Well, first off, I'm going to hate on Doc Rivers too. He stinks too. Whatever whatever job he takes or if he stays there, it shouldn't be hired. He's horrible. He's a ten game coach. sevens. He's lost ten and, game sevens is a lot. And, yeah, and, and Harden is the is just a punk. He's so brutal mm. in NBA history in game sevens. He is the has the worst 
three point shooting percentage in the history of basketball mm. in game sevens mm. for guys who have shot at least 25 times. Uh, fourth quarter in games five, six, and seven. You guys want to guess at how many field goals they made in those games combined? Uh, I'm going to do like you, and I'm going to guess, I'm going to say very low, and then you'll be off one. How about zero? Wow. Oh, wow. Whoa. Zero. zero. What? what a bomb. Huh. Yep. Is that right? Wow. Yep. Maybe, maybe face check if that's right. I think Harry's drunk here. I'm not sure. That's, <laughs> well, that's you, right. you, it's, uh, that was like you had, the last two were close out games. Zero, Darren. That's true. Yeah. Well, I had zero in a game Darren. seven, too. You're right, Joe. And where's so he going doesn't... with the ball, by the way, when he dribbles into the lane and just falls and the ball gets stripped away and just nonstop? Didn't well, you let him sort of have a double double? I did. Halftime. He doesn't even get to 10 in points. Bum. It just, this is, this is perfect. It's like Tatum has a great game. I feel like two stars don't show up for every star that does. Right. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Embiid five for 18, Harden three for 11. Nobody shot from three, but Paula kid, if you're Embiid, you know, everybody's going to talk about, Oh, he got his, he got his gold. He got the MVP. doesn't care about winning a championship. I don't know the guy. I have no idea if that's true. Harden bounces around from team to team. Now they're talking. He wants to go to the Rockets. Wants to go back to the Rockets. It's, it's kind of a joke. Just go to Europe, put a backpack on and play for a different team every six weeks. That's exactly what that's about. But honestly, if you're either of those guys, don't you want Tatum to go off? Don't you want him? If I'm, if I'm those guys and the narrative is going to be about how much Embiid and Harden sucked, if I'm those two, I'm like, I hope Tatum scores a hundred. I hope he breaks Wilt's record. Then that's the story, right? It won't be the story right. about how us we suck. I want Tatum to get 101 this game. Go crazy, Jason, right? Sure. Well, sure. Seems like it. And that's almost what happened yeah. uh, in this game with Tatum's game that he had. Uh, frustrating. Uh, I had a feeling this is what was going to happen. Uh, Embiid, uh, I'm not really, I didn't see the whole, uh, obviously quote of him. Like it can't just be me and James type of quote. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that was taken out of context in terms of like, just for Twitter views and stuff like that. But I mean, if he, if he remotely said anything like that, uh, he's certainly out of line Embiid because if anything, I think the Sixers have some decent depth, but you know, and these are the type of games where you need your star players to show up. And these guys were no shows. For two straight games, mm. um, shame, sh- you know, shame on them. We'll see now. Harden wants that's the same thing, Sal. Yeah, it's the same thing. We'll see now. You know, now that Embiid has his MVP, let's see what let's see how long he plays his career lasts and yeah, and what he does next and year. And who's the real MVP here? Jokic or Embiid? I think we've seen it in this playoffs. Well, it went good. That, that's not a playoff thing, though, Harry. That's not, I understand, you know. but Jokic deserves it as much as Embiid did. For the games that he plays, he plays more than Embiid and the stats. And by the way, the Sixers, three losses. They scored in the 80s. It's well, not 1988 anymore. And, uh, and Brian, I think the, the thing with me in basketball is when it's ugly, it's really ugly, right? Yeah. So eight for 37 from three, and you got these guys missing, and just it's the same freaking thing. Embiid dribbles in. And either he forces a shot where he misses or he's smart enough to kick it out to the four guys camp behind the arc. And one of those guys misses. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, when the script, right. When you're missing uh, again, I, I will say, look, the Celtics were playing very good defense in general, in general for that game. But again, sure. 
most of those three-pointers are wide-open three-pointers for the most part in the corners, right? I mean, how many right. times – what drove me crazy, and Mark Jackson brought it up like shortly after I said it on our text chain, but how many times did Harden drive to the basket? And it looked like he beat the, the guy, his guy, by about a step, and he, mm-hmm. he basically needed like one more step, and he would just kick it out. I mean, how many yeah. times did he have to do that, and how many times did he have to miss these wide-open threes – uh, that was is the there most an answer? frustrating part. I don't know. If you're, I'm no, going to say zero. There's not. Oh, no, there's right. not. Oh, okay. <laughs> although, it's, it, although it's weird because I think even in that that game six of the Warriors-Lakers, that was one of the few games, actually, I think the Warriors during that game, one of those games, I can't remember, um, or unless it was the last Nuggets game. Yeah. Um, one of those teams shot pretty well from three, but then still got murdered in the game. You rarely, yeah, right. rarely see that, though. Um, yeah. Paulie kid, one thing you don't is not as rare is the, the losing coach is usually out. And like I said, Doc Rivers lost 10 games, sevens. Uh, if he's out yeah. next year, one, one thing about it, he'll get another job, right? So the Suns fire Monty Williams, he'll Always get another does. job. Budenholz will get another job. The Bucks are now interviewing Mark Jackson. Um, so recycling in the NBA is at an insanely rapid pace in the head coach spot, right? Yeah, it sure is. I, I think there was at one time where it was like, you know, Teams were looking for like the hot, like young assistant coach, right? Yeah. That was part of part of a a staff that the team was doing well. They're trying to like poach their the star uh, assistant coach, possibly a young guy. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like, yeah, you can't you see like Monty Williams coaching the Sixers next year, right? Uh, you know, and Budenholz of filling another role. I'm sure, but because you know what though, uh, it's kind of deserving. These guys have won. I mean. Uh, you know, Monty Williams has been very successful with the Suns. I just don't think they have the right pieces there to win a championship. Only one team wins. So I don't know how much more you can expect out of your coach when your team is winning 50 plus games. Yeah, it is uh, weird. There's a shorter uh, leash for some sure. of these guys who get I mean, far. I, yeah. Looking back at this team, I mean, Rivers might have done a, a, a really good job with this Sixers team. I don't. I, I don't know how good they really are. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's bizarre. It's uh, how the whole thing works, but yeah, he'll get another job. So don't, don't worry too much. By the way, he's already yeah. inducted into John Glenn sports hall of fame, doc rivers. It shouldn't make any sense. to me. <laughs> uh, like all league once. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Yes. Uh, let's preview the Celtics heat series. Celtics, big, big favorite, bigger than I thought. Even it was minus 600. They're now minus 500 plus 380 for the heat on Caesars. The Celtics now plus one Oh five to win the NBA title. So they will be a minus if they win game one, basically. That's where we start with them. But anyway, back to this series. I am going to go Celtics in seven plus 375. I think just the way they're built, all their series go long. I expect them to get tripped up at home because if they don't, that would mean they won game six, game seven, games one and two. So I don't think they're built to have the four game stretch in them as good as they looked yesterday. I think they go back to Miami 1-1. Um, Miami ultimately probably can't keep up with them scoring-wise, but I think the role players like Struess and Vincent and Caleb Martin allow them to steal a game. Butler, even though he's averaging 31 in the playoffs, hasn't broken out in a while. And we're going to see one of those games, and it's going to come down to a game seven, and then I could hedge at plus 375. That's my pick. Uh, Celtics in seven. Brian, you have the same, right? I like it. I like it. I, you know, this. I think it plays out exactly how it did last year, right? And that's that's what it was, right? They lost the mm-hmm. Celtics one and seven. I think really low scoring battles. Um, 
especially what you've seen from this Heat team recently. I will say I'll be rooting for the Heat, uh, but it's going to be tough. Like you just said, it's going to be tough for these role players to continue with these contributions that they're giving. Uh, And something you pointed out, I do love the Heat in game one, especially with the points. And if you look back to last year, it's the same thing, right? After a tough seven-game series, Celtics then got beat up at home to the to the Heat, so I right. think I think this is a very comparable series to last last year. I think then I, I think almost the Heat may be up two one after three, but then the Celtics go on a little bit of a run here, but uh, hmm. still one back and they win again at, at home in Game Seven. Yeah, I would be very. I know this sounds weird, but I'd be very surprised if the Heat didn't take one in Boston. I know yeah. that sounds ridiculous. I know Boston's weird. an eight 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 point favorite you know, in both games, probably. So, uh, Brian, and I, we were driving our friend Alec crazy because we, we, we had a lot of money on the Celtics to win that series. And we were kind of rooting against them. Like, I just don't want to watch this team for another month. I know, right. I, I, and, uh, that's, that's yeah. how I felt until I started watching the fourth quarter of the 76ers. And I'm like, Oh my God, I can't watch it. Oh, yeah. Harden. Well, that's it. Right. That'd be terrible. I, I started too. changing my two and later in the yeah. fourth quarter, but yeah, and the Celtics, the Celtics to me, They've been a tough watch. You know, like Celtics fans have been like non-Celtics fans have been killing the Celtics for these last two playoff series. Celtics fans are absolutely obliterating them. And then now they go on and win anyway. So you hate when that happens because it's like now whatever happened anyway, like you can't complain. They're now in the conference finals. So I know the Paula kid's going to talk about the coaching in a second. But uh, Harry, this is a little more aggressive bet on Boston in five plus two fifty. Although actually, it's not because this is—is is this the favored result out of exact games? Boston in five. Yeah. yeah, it must be plus two fifty. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I love Butler in the playoffs. And Miami's been playing great, but I just think overall, Boston hasn't played their best, and they will now. They haven't played the best against Atlanta or against Philadelphia, but I think their defense turns it up here. Like I mentioned just now, held Philly in the eighties, three times. And don't forget, even though Miami has been really good so far in the playoffs, they were the least scoring team, the lowest scoring team in the regular season. Again, how Philly three games in the eighties. I think Marcus smart gets out there. I think he's fantastic in the series and Boston in five. Yeah. Uh, it's now plus plus two twenty-five. That is the favorite result, Boston in five. Yeah. It could be that, uh, I don't know. I, I just like, I just like watching Miami play. I like their game and everything, but it could be, it could take two games before we're like, Oh yeah, this team, this was a play in team. If Lowry is doing nothing off the bench and they have nothing, Boston could win this game by 20. Well, Parley kid says no way to that. You guys could all go to hell heat in six Parley kid. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah, I can't believe I'm the only one on this one because Boston's terrible value here in this series. Like, I, I yeah. the value for the Celtics to win this series is terrible. So that from that standpoint alone, I'm not really sure why everybody's jumping on the Celtics. I think it's just um, and look, we've seen the Celtics struggle in two series here with the Hawks and with the Sixers. What makes us think that this team is just going to be able to turn a switch on and say, "All right, now we're going to play better ball"? When you're playing a team that plays defense like no team they've faced so far. And that's the hardest challenge for a team like the Celtics. There's gonna, there's no rest for the weary here, Sal. Mm-hmm. They got to be up for every game against this team because the Heat are not taking any type of breaks. We saw it here uh, in this Knicks series. We saw it against the Bucks. They are in your face all day. Are the Celtics going to be able to hang with that? Spo- and listen, the coaching mis- mismatch here, Sal. Yeah. Tom Thibodeau, good coach. 
I, I, I think he might even be a little bit better than a good coach. Spolstra thoroughly outcoached Thibodeau in this last series. He's going to do the same thing again in this series. This is a major coaching mismatch. And he gets the guy, he gets his guys to buy in. They they obviously can pick up the concepts pretty quickly or whatever they're doing, and they're gonna play hard every single night. And and look, they beat the Knicks without Butler really going off. Yeah. Like like he did in series one. These role players, I don't know, like we say they're role players, but I, I could I could make the same case that outside of Tatum, uh, and I guess you know they have Brown. I think I think the Celtics are just a bunch. They got a bunch of role players for themselves. I don't know how many of those guys are are any better than what the Heat has. Adebayo is going to eat up. He's going to he's going to feast inside. If you saw what he did with Mitchell Robinson, well, if they let him play his game against the Knicks. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> if they start calling I, I think him Adebayo's, fast, yeah, it's a different story. You know, well, it depends on how they want to call, right. want to call him. Let's see. All of a sudden, now, <laughs> what what kind of uh, leash they give him, like they did in this last series. I just don't see – look, you want to call the series even, I'll call it even. But the value is too good okay. here on the Heat. All right. Really, I would just take – what kind, what kind of picking – I would just take the Heat at plus 430 to win the series. Yeah. But if you're telling me to pick uh, the games, I'll take Heat and six at plus 800. All right. There you go. Well, I like it. Well, it's right, 380. Dave. Yeah, 380 for the series for well, the Heat plus, on uh, Caesars. Yeah. Is that, that's what it is now, yeah. 380? Yeah. Plus yeah. one Hope and a half. Dave. Plus one and a half is plus one fifty. So, so pretty good. And, yeah. So if the Heat won three games, you'd get plus money. Yep. Interesting. Yep. That's a good way to look at it. All right. Yeah. I, you know what the weird thing to me is this Scott Foster, right? He has some kind of streak attached to every series he refs. Right? I know. It was it's like so Chris Paul hasn't won in three decades in a Scott Foster game. Like, okay. Then there was another one in the middle. I can't remember what it was. It was, it was um there was another one. I think it was Lakers Warriors. I can't remember what it was. And then yesterday it was like Harden was one and 13, his last 14 Scott Foster games. Like how does this guy compile such streaks? And um, <laughs> well, I, and when is someone going to sit him down and talk to him about these things? But uh, Harden was just so bad. I don't even know how any officiating could, could have um, <laughs> you know upped his game yeah. uh, yesterday, but anyway, all right, we're all over the board there with the Celtics Heat now Denver LA. This surprised me a little. I thought I, I think Denver is a better team. I thought it'd be tighter. I thought it'd be minus one twenty, but they're minus one fifty five for the series. The Lakers are plus one thirty five. Game one in Denver. Denver's a five and a half point favorite. I love this Nuggets team, and I'm taking them in five. Uh, I know this is slightly ambitious for a, a Nuggets backer, but Jokic averaging a triple double in the playoffs. Murray averaging what twenty six a game in the playoffs. They get good production out of Bruce Brown off the bench. They are a complete and solid team. Um, my hope is that it's three one after four games. Denver continues the dominance at home. They haven't lost in the playoffs, and then they steal one at home, and then they steal one in L.A. And then the tired old Lakers just see this as too big a hill to climb. And so I'm going Nuggets in five. I think you get good numbers there, plus 425. Oh, no, Harry and I are on the same side here. Harry, do you like them in five also? I do. They're the second-best home record in the NBA. Who knows how long AD can go toe-to-toe versus Jokic. You mentioned Murray getting 26 a game. Porter Jr. had five or more threes in two of the games against the Suns. Brown's good. 
Gordon and Pope play strong. They've been playing strong as well. Denver's just overall a better team than LA in most categories. Nice run by the Lakers. They get one, but Denver wins in five. Well, I almost suffered a hot heart attack um, picking against the Lakers and having to go to Venice to play ball. And I'm doing it again. And like it uh, looks like we're all on Denver. You like them in six. Yeah, look, I'm just switching it up a little bit here. Uh, I think I've been on Denver. I'm not sure who else uh, on this pod went with Denver to make it to the finals. Uh, before, I believe it or not, I guess I just hedged myself a little bit because I thought back, I think I had Celtics beating Denver I think in the you finals. Did. So yeah. Did you? Wow. I think uh, by going with the Heat, I kind of hedged there. Yeah. But uh, I'll be, a tra- I'll be uh, transparent with that. And, um, yeah, I just think so the Nuggets to me right now, uh, might be the best all-around team in the NBA. Uh, obviously, they might have the best player in the NBA, uh, and he makes his teammates around him better, which is, to me, what the biggest difference in this series can be. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. has had a, a pretty good playoff so far. He's been kind of the X factor for this team. Uh, I like the way this Denver's team playing. They're a great, great home team, like you said. And like Harry said, I think it makes a great point. I mean, how long is Davis going to go toe-to-toe with Jokic for? I don't know. Uh, is he up for that yet, Harry? I'm not sure. It, it's a uh, I don't, I don't trust matchup. him in this situation. I don't trust him in this situation. Yeah. Fall to, right? Lakers fall behind 2 nothing. Game three could be bad if it gets away, it gets away from them. Uh, yeah, and I, I know I know. taking the Nuggets in six is kind of uh, a little different because they're gonna that, that would be a game in L.A. Right. But um, you know, they're ca- more than capable of winning on the road here, too. Mm-hmm. So Nuggets in six. At uh, plus five hundred, I think Brian, you're taking Nuggets and seven. Well, I know you're taking Nuggets and seven, which I think is the that's the desired, no, the desired uh, and favorite yeah. favorite, yeah, favorite uh, result plus um, two eighty. Yeah, and it comes down to look. We you guys had said it, and we've said this before, but Jokic and the Nuggets have been the most consistent team in the playoffs. Right? They are mm-hmm. they are absolutely phenomenal at home. They went thirty four and seven in the regular season, six and zero in the postseason at home, and those are pretty much dominant games right with the exception mm-hmm. of maybe one or two in these playoffs so i i will say i think the lakers one of the two road games maybe gets blown out but there's a chance they could maybe steal one of the other ones uh but i i do think they match up better mm-hmm. uh, than anybody else in the west could have with the nuggets and you know obviously it was three years ago in the bubble but uh, i don't know if you remember anthony davis was awesome actually in that series against Jokic. yeah um yeah, so it, for sure. It comes down to whether or not yeah. it comes down to AD. Can he stay healthy? Can he stay out of foul trouble? There's definitely going to be some games that Jokic is just too smart, gets him in some foul trouble, and then they just win those games easily. But at the end of the day, I'm just going to say home court prevails, Nuggets in seven. Well, I think eight and uh, I don't want to say dominated Jokic a couple of years ago, too. Yeah. And they're not yeah, the same player. Not he won't same. fall yeah, off. It's like different. A, but, uh, yeah, I know. It's yeah. different. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're uh, up for it. All right. Wow, we're all on Denver. Are we all going to take them on a race to 10 Tuesday? We do mm. this thing. We bet a team to score 10 first. It's the only game on Tuesday. We're shooting for four in a row. Brian, we're going to go with Denver. We've been taking the home team uh, favor. I mean, I gave the last pick. I'm not as convinced for this okay. for game one race to 10. What are, we, what are we looking at? Uh I uh, haven't looked. I uh, haven't looked. It's probably, I would say, minus, minus 128. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Uh, you want to pick it or Polly Kid? I'm no, not I don't touching pick it. No, uh, I Brian's been the one who's been getting them all right. I think Brian's got. We got to stick with Brian. Brian yeah. and Brad. Brad had right, it give right. Me, um, uh, our friend oh, yeah, Brad. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, um, let me see line. the number here. What's the line? Yeah, no, uh, it's one one forty. Wow. Lakers. 
Give mm. us a look at that. But it's only 112 on the take back. Okay. You Lakers. want to do Lakers? We'll do yeah. Lakers. Right. Lakers. Lakers. We've had, we've had a run of the favorites. Yeah. Uh, we could Lakers, do it for them. Lakers, the oh, Lakers played last. I know it's one day closer, but, you know, maybe right. they start off okay. All right. Good enough. Like it. Good enough. Look, we're unbeatable, so it doesn't really matter who we take, right? Paul, <laughs> uh, yeah. kid, the Knicks, uh, as you mentioned, were eliminated over the weekend or Friday. The fans defeated. Faced Julius Randle poster. Were you one of them, Farley Kid? I know you have them hanging around no, your house. I mean, look, I, that's a little overboard, you know. Like, I, I don't, you know, my biggest beef with Randle. I think he's got he's talented. I just don't think he plays hard, and he's a sul- he sulks, and the body is a bad body language guy, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just, uh, but Thibodeau has allowed that to happen, right? So I can't blame it all on Randle. The coach has never really. Uh, you know, put a stop to it. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is, I think for Randall, it's hard for him to accept that this is Brunson's team now. It's not his team. You know, Randall's the type of player style that would l- probably love to go to a team where they win 30, 35 games, where he's the number one guy, yeah. makes his money. I just, that, I get that impression. Like I said, I've said it last week. Just watch him. I watch him minute by minute. He very rarely, never sprints up a floor. It just doesn't seem to be a, a really smart player. I, but, I mean, he's not the only one to blame. I mean, Randall, R.J. Barrett, and Grimes shot a combined five for 30 in that game the other day. A lot night. of posters to so wreck. three of your stars, yeah. five for 30. You can't how, – how do you – it's amazing that the Knicks were actually in that game until almost the last possession. Yeah. I mean, that was all due to Jalen Brunson, who has now become a superstar in this league. For sure. He, he is a superstar. Like people will say, well, Brunson is not your um he's not gonna win you a title as the main guy. I think he can. He is I, he I just think, knows how to play yeah, basketball. You want a high scoring, right? A guy who puts up points and isn't afraid to put the team on his back. And I think he's and he makes other that. players around him better, though. It's, yeah, just he does. You it's know, not Julius Randle, Hart, or one of the other guys you mentioned. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, the thing is, they need a better number two, right? right. Yeah. They need they need a they need a better number two, um, right? They, well, they face needs to be better Solomon. than what he is. They just need to be better than what he is. I mean, if you could somehow make, I agree. Uh, he was like uh, over four with know, ten points um, the other the day. Best, at one point, yep. just all right. the, the best Barrett is is going to be a number three player for you, right? But where you to drafted me, him, that's, that's, that's his not, ceiling. That's not acceptable. I agree, but that's his ceiling right now. Mm-hmm. Number three, uh, I still say Brunson could be one. But if if you could somehow make Brunson your second your second mm-hmm. guy, now the Knicks are, you are talking champ. Like if the Knicks made a wheel and and they bought a, a Luka Doncic and. I mean, you know, would you want, would automatically you want now. What about Lillard? What's that? Mavericks. About Lillard. Would you want him? Um, no, I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if Lillard and Brunson, well, could coexist. I, I don't know. I think that's the problem. That's the problem that Dallas had last year. That's the only thing with Lillard. like they, you know, those guys need the ball in their hands. Like that's why Brunson was so good. With you know, you realize how good he was when he had the ball in his hands. So it's like they they yeah, need I, a better I, right. big that's, guy. They need a better. You make a list. Take away the points. Need a better big be guy. And better three point shooters. Yeah, I don't. It's it's a short list, I think, Paul. Like when you think of the very good number twos who are okay being number two, you know. Otherwise, you have to. I agree. A that's why, or yeah. I mean, yeah. I agree. And Brunson is could be that guy because I think he'd be okay oh, with it. I see. But yeah. he he does need the ball in his hands too to be the player he was this year. Right. 
Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Babyface, what is the deal with Jerry Ferrara? We want to have him on. I think he he's afraid to come on because he knows we're going to ask him about taking the parlay kid to a game. And, uh, I mean, now's the time to promise it for next year. He's got eight months before he has to come through or, or uh, more likely reject him, right? No, no. I, I think he's just he's licking his wounds. He's, he's grieving the Knicks loss, mm. and he's trying to get his you know thoughts together and uh, – and yes, okay. also he needs to come up with excuses as to why he didn't uh, bring Parlay Kid to a game this season. He's very busy def- <laughs> defacing posters in um, his, his townhouse there in New York. Uh, oh yeah, after the Malice in the Palace incident, he was confused for it. I'm sure that's he'll true. Get crap for this. Also, listen, if, yeah, he's, it's baby steps, right? He was punching players years ago. Now he's just ripping up posters. I think that's fine. I think that's yeah. good. It's a step in the right direction. Uh, step in the wrong direction. John Morant now suspended by the. Grizzlies toting a gun and another Instagram video. What? I don't know. I just don't know why players are so, so stupid. So dumb. But so dumb. How long is he suspended? Bride? Did they say? No, I mean, I it's going right? to be long. I feel like I'm just as dumb though. Cause I couldn't find the gun, but in that video, it took, me I couldn't find it either. I saw the, <laughs> I, I saw, I saw the guy a while. make the I sign. Like, he made the sign. Yeah, and then, did. uh, I, I yeah. felt dumb. I'm like, uh, I'm looking, I'm like looking up, like trying to hope like a better picture of it. Cause uh, maybe I was, was watching a 3D a short, gun, uh, printed, a shortened version of the video. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Uh, well, John, man, yeah, maybe you could make a case that there's no gun in there since I can't find it. It's upsetting. It's funny. Cause Steve, no, it is one. I saw it. Yeah. Um, you, know, you gotta just you gotta kinda just uh freeze you, you'd find it, but <laughs> I don't know. John, come on, these guys, I'm t- I'm tired. I mean did, look, is he did he do anything illegal? It doesn't I don't think so. No. It's not illegal, but there's you got you know, you're a professional basketball player yeah. making all this money. There's gotta be some conduct rules that you have to follow. Mm. Uh, these guys the NBA has to start educating these guys. They got to start providing education. These guys don't spend any time in college. They 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 need to they need to grow up a little bit more. They don't have a chance to thrust in all this money into the league. The NBA almost has to have some like mandatory courses that these kids have to take about their conduct NFL or something does. like that. That's I it. just, I don't, I, you know, you don't do. think, you don't think he knew? Wrong. Maybe they do. You don't have. think he knew about this? I just think he's just one of those, I don't give a crap players, right? He just doesn't but, care. Uh, well, the NBA seems to be compiling a lot of them. Yeah. That's well, a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. And when you're making this type of money and you're, you know, you, you know, the fans pay for yourself. You got to, you have to have certain. Right. Uh, a code of conduct that you have to follow. That's the bottom line. I mean, he didn't really break any laws as far as no, I know. No, he didn't. Uh, where, especially depending on what state he was in. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I just don't understand why these guys just – you know what does sound? Hire your best friend mm-hmm. who, who – like your, your friend like, – like Harry could – like if Harry said, I'm going to hire Darren to keep me on the straight and narrow, mm-hmm. I'm going to pay Darren, uh, you know uh, – you know, 250K a year just to make sure I'm doing the right things at all times. Why would that be so hard for some of these guys? The way you, the way Ken pays you, I mean, without you, yeah. who knows what Ken would be, right? Right. I do a lot who of stuff Ken? for him. Yeah. Hold on a second. Why would anyone hire Harry? Oh, the best case scenario, he's going to get beat up and thrown in the snow. Like, how does that help an NBA player? Sorry, again. Again, inside joke. All right. All right. Listen, let's take a break. We'll give Caesar some love and we'll be right back with some hockey talk. 
Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesar's can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, NHL, we are almost down to four teams. Brian, almost, uh, they they promised, this is like building a house. Like, yeah, it'll be done in a year and a half, and then it gets done in six years. Like, we're going to be down, if my calculations are right, we're going to be down to four teams uh, by this time tomorrow. Is that right? That's correct. Got, That's correct. Seattle, we're Dallas finally tonight. There. Finally there. That's a shame. Edmonton lost to Las Vegas. So Vegas takes that in six, five to two. They win. Meatballs and I lose on our Edmonton futures. Probably kid actually lost the ticket he got for his son, Mikey Meatballs. So that works out. He couldn't yeah. find it. But no, no, uh, that's a bummer. <laughs> that's a team that everybody wanted to see. They, I don't know what it is, Brian. Is they, do they make, are they so much faster than everyone and so much more skillful that when they make a mistake, it's going to be glaring and they're going to have less time to get back. I don't, I don't, yeah, I mean, it's know. A good I don't know. Question. I mean, I, I don't know all the issues that they have. Obviously there's a big goaltending issue, but you know, yeah. this team is, uh, they said they didn't even want Skinner to start. There was some more surprise that even started there. So. And look, this Not team sure. is great. I mean, they're fantastic when they're on the power play outside of that. Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, a little overrated outside yeah. of that. All right. So they, um, this is interesting. So the favorites are the Hurricanes at plus 215 and the Knights at plus 230 to hoist the Stanley Cup. So Vegas, like we said, is in. If Dallas is in, uh, Kevin Hench was on a separate text chain from uh, minus three. He called this the unfrozen four. This could be four cities, Harry, that have never seen a pond frozen wow. over. 
If mm, Dallas really advances, nice. right? If Seattle yeah. does, uh, it's a different story. But anyway, we have Dallas minus 210, Seattle plus 175 in the game seven in Dallas. I'm going to take the Kraken. I like the plus money play in these games where the home ice doesn't seem to matter at all. Uh, I took Florida the other night over Toronto as a plus. That didn't matter that they were on the road. They won. Um, Seattle took a game one in Dallas. More importantly, they won a game seven in Colorado a couple weeks back. Marchman, Pavelski, strong goaltending. We're going to help you cash this uh, big dog in a big spot. Give me Seattle plus 175. Uh, Polly Kid, you like Dallas? Big home team coming through. Lay in the puck and a half. Yeah, I'm going to lay, uh, you know, one and a half here, plus 118 for Dallas. Uh, only one game in this series has ended up being a one goal game, and that was game number one. Um, you know, this, these games have uh, probably all, all have gone over two, I would think. Uh, all six of these games as well, or at least five out of the six, have uh, probably gone over the total. So um, I expect if Dallas is going to win, I just don't. I don't know. A guy could see uh, a 5-2 performance uh, here for Dallas uh, in, in this game. So um, I just think it's their time. I I don't know. I don't know if it's a good look or a bad look for the NHL to see the last two expansion teams to be meeting in a conference final so quickly, too. I don't know. Is that a good look? I, I don't know if that means anything. I think – but uh, credit to these teams who have come – these expansion teams who have been able to – be so good, yeah. so fast. But I think this is just a Dallas Stars night. Uh, they get it done here, Sal. Let's go Stars. Get right. it done. Uh, you know, you're, you're home. They got the home ice. Oh, yeah. Stars, big, the Stars and their Stars <laughs> come out tonight. Let's take them. Brian, you mentioned, the Parley kid mentioned the overs in a lot of these games. You're going five and a half minus 135. If you can find a five and a half, it's nice at this point, right? Yeah, because the line moved to six, but I was buying it five and a half at minus 135. Gotcha. I've been burned by the under all season, uh, all series, and that happened in game one. Every game's had at least six goals. Um, and mm-hmm. that's even with some of these right. first periods have had nothing in them. There's been like a plethora of goals sometimes in that second period. Ottinger has been, to me, has just been rattled for the Stars in general. So, I, you know, normally I would say game sevens are typically tighter. Normally you probably play the under, but I'm just going to say, I'm just going to continue with the trend here and say this is more wide open game. Um, and this, yeah, this gets to like, it was like a four, four, three-ish type of game. All right. Uh, Max Domi records a point, Harry. That's plus money. Yeah, plus 103. He's a grinder like his dad was. The Stars are a sixth team in six years. He's making the most of this postseason. He's third on the Stars in points with 11 and 12 games. Domi has five points in the last three home games. Shows up big for Dallas tonight, game seven. Gets a point. All right, Carolina-Florida semifinals. Uh, Carolina's minus 130. Florida's plus 110 on the takeback. This is an interesting series because it's going to prove once and for all that this is these represents two teams, not just one. Uh, no, I don't. I, I make the mistake <laughs> confusing these two all the time. I think the problem is because the Florida Panthers, hundred percent, right? Okay. The Carolina football. Panthers yep. are a football team, yep. so 100%. that's why people might make mistake. Other other mm. than not just paying attention, uh, I'll go Hurricanes here. What am I going to say? They won the regular season two one. Uh, they outscored them thirteen seven. I think they have the edge defensively. Seven of their eight wins 
um, the opposing team scored two goals or fewer. I think the Islanders scratched out three. They lost four, three in overtime. That was the only game where the defense led up in a winning effort. And really it's the Stahl brothers facing off. It's got the sports world buzzing. Um, and that's, what's going to happen. Here. <laughs> I'll take Carolina. Bri, you got Carolina. Yeah, I like Carolina too. Maybe they finally got over the hurdle here. Um, extremely tough, tough team at home. Really good at home. I mean, the Islanders know that even though they stole one of those games there, but they are just, that's why I like themselves much more sound defensively. I mean, it's one thing to shut down the Islanders, but what they did to the Devils in that series, I mean, they completely, mm-hmm. they made the Devils look worse than the Islanders. That's for sure. And Brenda Moore, I think is a phenomenal coach. Um, so I'll take them as a small favorite. Parley kid, I'm surprised you're going Florida. I know if Carolina well, continues, you could say the Islanders were the second best team. <laughs> well, you got to remember, I, really, from the start of the season, I was on the on the Panthers. So right. uh, I, I got to kind of roll with them here. I gave them out at 15 to 1 to start the season to win the uh, Stanley Cup. So, I, look, I, I think this is a, a very good matchup. Both teams are very well-rounded. Uh, I do like I do like what Brian's saying. If I'm given the, I love Brenda Moore uh, as a coach. Uh, I think the Hurricanes are a nasty bunch of players in a good way, uh, but you know they are missing some of their top tier players. Maybe this is the series that finally catches up to the Hurricanes, where missing some of their guys uh, finally hurts them. Panthers are playing as good of hockey as anybody in the league. They beat the Bruins, right? They, they they beat the Bruins. Yeah. They could take down the hurricane. So I'll just take the dog here. I'll just take the dog. Why not? Yeah, well, it's that's very a, even. Well, it's a cat, isn't it? It's a panther. Oh, you're yeah. under the <laughs> ice. Uh, plus 110, Harry, you're going Florida also. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. There's no one team that's going to scare them, right? So they beat they beat Boston. Yeah. They took down Toronto, yeah, Toronto like everybody else. So yeah. Pan- okay. Panthers are yeah. actually 6-1 and one straight up in the last seven. And Darren mm-hmm. Bobrovsky has been tremendous. He's been very good, right? He's going to be the difference in the yep. series. He's given up three goals or less in six straight games, and those are six straight games versus Toronto and Boston. Yes, exactly. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, let's yep. – um, well, we got to talk baseball here. The Mets actually, actually took th- two of three from Washington over the weekend. They got another one coming today. Against Washington, it's a four-game series. Scherzer uh, get the win yesterday. They had an eight-run fifth, which is, that's the kind of thing that can inspire a team, right? Um, today, it's Peterson versus Corbin, a pair of one-and-five pitchers going at it. Then the Rays and Guardians this week. So I don't know what to expect from this team anymore. Yankees had a wild series versus the Rays. They split four games. Anthony Volpe on a tear parlay. Kid, three home runs. In five games, all the way up to 218. Good job by him. All right. Hey, look, 218, but as Harry will attest to, hmm. has the most hard hit outs in the uh, MLB. Like so his average stat. could be much could be much higher. Um, well, he's got he's the most outs in the league, so it's a, the, uh, he's going to have the most hard hit and the, and the most weak 218 would be like third on the Mets in average. Uh, so, uh, Jeter never is in that category. Never. <laughs> and hard hit outs? No. Right. They, look, the Yankees mm. is a good series. Uh, they, they are playing better ball. They're swinging better bats. All of a sudden, now that they're swinging better bats, their pitching has started to falter. I'm a little concerned that the league has figured out uh, Cor- uh, Nestor Cortez. Um, I don't know. He's ha- coming on hard times. I thought he was so good last year. I think he does figure it out. But no, at least look, 
at least uh, they've been a little bit more fun to watch as of late. So yeah. now that Judge is back, Bader's playing good ball for them. Let's see what happens. I don't. They're not catching Tampa this year, but just Doesn't make matter. the playoffs. Yeah. Make the playoffs. Brother Brian, I think you have the Dodgers today. They're on a run, so I'm looking at the numbers. So they're plus 750 when the World Series. Rays also 750 on Caesars. Braves plus 550 and the Astros plus yeah, they were, 550. When yeah. We talked about it last time. I never put money on it, but we talked about them winning that division because they were only like must. The Dodgers? Yeah, they were yeah. minus what? Minus 130? Something twenty five. Yeah, right. Something, what is it now? Something Crap. low. Now it's got to be. Padres are the worst. Get oh my it. god! It's minus. Wait a minute. That was minus. It's minus three sixty. Was that last week? <laughs> yeah. That wasn't that much before last week. <laughs> was oh, last crap. week, right? They won five in a row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Right. Damn. So that's where they Damn. are now. Yeah. So extrapoints.com. These guys give picks every day. Free pick. Harry. I don't know. I mean, uh, we got someone kind of staying on top of your picks. I don't know. Maybe takes a break from it. Uh, ben Kelly, but he said. He said he inspired you to double your wins to go from two and fourteen to four and fourteen um, over the weekend. So, oh. you want to thank him for that? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I've hit two think in a row, do. and I'm going for three right. in a row tonight. All right, there you go. Three in a row. Right. Well, who do you have on uh, extra points? <laughs> who do I have? Oh um, my god! <laughs> See, you're not invested in this. That's was what happens. You don't even know. <laughs> I do. have no idea. So, Brian, who'd I take? Well, now I got to look. You got Brad Keller Keller over three and a half strikeouts, minus 143. Jesus. Not sure what he oh, is. Oh, minus one. Yeah. Well, he looks, he's like, well, can I go 140 or above? <laughs> Let me look at all those props. Yeah, this one jumps out to me, Brad Keller. Uh, oh, the um, can't hit. Yeah, they've been bad. All right, let's take a quick break and then we'll wrap things up here. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Uh, all right, so that's it. We, uh, we're going to do race to 10 Tuesday night. We're taking the Lakers. We're going yeah. against the grain a little, but it doesn't right. matter. Whoever we pick wins. There's going to be four in a row. We'll play for somebody, right, Babyface? We'll have a nice trivia question. We played out three yes. winners in a row, 50 bucks. What is that? 1500 uh $2,500? I don't know what that adds up to. <laughs> $150, yeah. Okay, $150. Bucks. We'll do that again Tuesday night. Big Oswego news. Um, Harry and I attended that institution and then Harry brought to our attention that someone who graduated two years before us, who we don't know is going to be on Jeopardy. Tell everyone, Harry, how important no, no, it no. is to you. Not, not going to be on Jeopardy. He's the Was? current champion. 
Okay. <laughs> Big difference. Well, wouldn't it make sense after, uh, I don't know, 35 years that somebody from any school would be a current champion on Jeopardy? Champion? No. A contestant? Sure. What does champion mean? You won the uh, game? You won. And you move oh, on okay. to the next day. And then you move All on right. to the next day. All right. I must be missing out. Polly Kid, you're excited to watch this? The Masters last week, huh, Sal? The Jeopardy Masters? Yeah, I definitely did if that happened. Yeah, yeah. it was excellent. Yeah. <laughs> what was excellent about it? I don't know. You had all the champions there. <laughs> Great. This is why Harry doesn't know who his picks are anymore. He's watching all the champions. <laughs> My goodness. Babyface, did I miss something with the with the Jeopardy Masters? No, no. I feel like uh, eventually Harry would like to get on Jeopardy if anyone out there can help us with that. But we're more excited is Hofstra women's softball taking on uh, number one Oklahoma in the opening of the college softball tournament. Very. Oh, when does that start? Uh, is that this week? It's got to be this weekend. Friday. Yeah, this week. But yeah, Oklahoma's lost one game all season. And I, I, I mean, I can't imagine it'll be two, but it's well, awesome. it's 29 and 25. There's no way we can find odds for this, right? Take Oklahoma <laughs> minus nine and a half. Is that true? Or you're making no, it up? I'm making it up, but I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah. Do they yeah. have this or they have odds on right, this? Gotta like it. To, I got to find it. I haven't found it. I haven't found it. I know it you got to find I it. I looked it up. I looked it up. Didn't find it yet. Because if you can get if you can get Oklahoma, well, minus, they all are. If you can yeah, get the minus three hundred or better, you might as well take them. Well, oh, really? Up, they to are win it. on a forty-three game winning streak yeah. entering the Norman region. Yeah, they those wow. their lineup is. Just, I know they lost their best girl from last year too, but that lineup is just phenomenal. Hmm. Hmm. Really, all right, really good. There I mean, they go. had some Check close. They had some close games. Oklahoma State. I mean, UCLA. Some of those teams will be tough, but. A lot of sports. We yep. have the PGA. We're going to lose a lot of money on that. Paul Kohlhorst, our friends coming nice. on. Like I said, Ram and Scheffler are favored. We'll be on Wednesday. And that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na,